Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 1. Remember also thy Creator in days of thy youth, while that the evil days come not, nor the years have arrived, that thou sayest, I have no pleasure in them. He says, Remember the Lord now, before the days of darkness come. And that could be the end of your life, or the tribulation, if we live into the tribulation, which I think a lot of us will, or it can also be judgment day. We need to remember the Lord and what he commanded us to do. While that the sun is not darkened, and the light, and the moon, and the stars, and the thick clouds returned after the rain. He says, while everything is still normal, while we still have the seasons, and the world hasn't come to an end, we need to be conscious and aware of our Creator. 3. In the day that keepers of the house tremble, and men of strength have bowed themselves, and grinders have ceased, because they have become few, and those looking out at the windows have become dim. He's talking about a day of calamity, which comes in every civilization and in every nation at some point. Calamities have happened over and over in history, where a whole civilization gets wiped out or a nation collapses. Even a town could get wiped out in a flood. So he says, be conscious of our Creator now before bad days come, and it's too late to get right with Him. And that will be the day when watchmen tremble, and when strong men become weak, and when those working have become few, because many people have died. 4. And doors have been shut in the street, when the noise of the grinding is low, and one rising at the voice of the bird, and all daughters of song are bowed down. A day will come when your city is facing doom, when there aren't many workers, when people are trapped in their homes and they can't leave and walk in the street, when the sound of a bird makes people jump, and when singers cease to sing. That's in a day of destruction, and that can also be in the end times. 5. Also, of that which is high they are afraid, and of the low places in the way, and the almond tree is despised, and the grasshopper is become a burden, and want is increased. For man is going unto his home age during, and the mourners have gone round through the street. It sounds to me like this is a very prophetic chapter, and he's talking about the end of the world. He says, A time is coming when people in high positions will be afraid, when the almond tree is despised, and the almond tree is a euphemism for Israel. That's when Israel is despised, and the grasshopper is a burden, which means that the locusts are eating the food so that people cannot eat. And want is increased, which means people are very poor and very hungry. And man is going to his eternal home, which means some people are going into glory and some people are going into torment forever. And there are many people mourning in the street for the dead. 6. While that the silver cord is not removed, and the golden bowl broken, and the pitcher broken by the fountain, and the wheel broken at the well. In the book of Revelation, it says that the Lord is going to destroy people who hate him, and he's also going to take those who love him up in the sky. When that happens, both when people get destroyed and when people get taken up in the sky, there will be broken bowls and 
things left undone because people will be taken suddenly, either to destruction or to glory. Whatever vessel they were carrying is going to fall and be broken. There will be nobody at the wheel. 7. And the dust returneth to the earth as it was, and the spirit returneth to God who gave it. So now he's talking about people dying and becoming dust again. 8. Vanity of vanities, said the preacher. The whole is vanity. He's repeating that our lives are vanity because we hope and we dream and we wish, but in the end, we just die. But again, he's only talking about our mortal body. 9. And further, because the preacher was wise, he still taught the people knowledge and gave ear and sought out. He made right many similes. Even when Solomon was living in sin, he still had a lot of wisdom to share, and he still continued teaching the people, even in his old years. 10. The preacher sought to find out pleasing words, and written by the upright, words of truth. We read his words that were recorded in Proverbs and here in Ecclesiastes. He also wrote a couple of songs that we read in the book of Psalm. And the next book that we read is going to be his most famous song that he ever wrote, and it's called The Song of Solomon. So we'll be reading that book next. 11. Words of the wise are as goads and as fences planted by the masters of collections. They have been given by one shepherd. There's only one shepherd, and he is Jesus Christ. And all of the wise words that Solomon said really came from the Lord. And he says that words of the wise are as goads. A goad is a tool that the shepherd uses to prod his sheep so that they go in the correct direction. It's an uncomfortable tool. You don't want to be hit by a goad, but it has a good purpose. It's to correct us, so it represents the discipline of the Lord. And wise words discipline us if we're listening. 12. And further from these, my son, be warned, the making of many books hath no end, and much study is a weariness of the flesh. So don't pursue intellectualism. Don't pursue knowledge just for its own sake. There are many scholars and many intellectuals and geniuses in hell today. The only thing we should really pursue is obeying the Lord. The only thing that matters in the end is whether or not we are his friends. And Jesus said in the New Testament, My friends, obey me. 13. The end of the whole matter, let us hear. So this is the end. This is the final statement. After all of these chapters of materialism, he finally is telling us the truth, and this is it. He's quoting out of the Bible. Fear God and keep his commands, for this is the whole of man. That's the end result of all of Solomon's thinking. He finally came to the conclusion that the only thing really worth doing and pursuing is obeying the Lord. This is the same conclusion that every single prophet in the Bible came to, including Jesus and all of the apostles. Sadly, in churches today, they don't tell us this. They tell us that we're saved because we worship Jesus who died on the cross, but they never tell us what the Bible says, which is that we're saved because we have repented of our sins and we are following and obeying the Lord. Jesus said, repent and believe. 
And belief includes believing everything he said, which was, we have to repent. Even Muslims and New Age people admire Jesus. There's a lot of hippies and a lot of New Age gurus who think Jesus is awesome. And Mormons love Jesus too, but all for the wrong reason. And sadly, a lot of Christians also admire Jesus for the wrong reason. They think that he's their free ticket to heaven regardless of how they live, and he is not. He's only taking his friends to heaven. Either we're his friend or we're not, and his friends obey him. 14. For every work doth God bring into judgment, and every hidden thing, whether good or bad. We can have sins that are hidden in our heart, and those are attitudes and and lusts of the flesh that we don't tell anybody about. But those things are still sin, and they will be judged on Judgment Day. So we have to repent not only of our actions, but also of our evil desires that are in our heart that we don't talk about. And that concludes Ecclesiastes chapter 12. It also concludes the book of Ecclesiastes. And we will be reading Song of Solomon next, and that is also written by King Solomon.